parents and pupils. Please enter for the third week, the Catch-Up Hub. Before we get onto the talking point or the learning, I have a couple of things to cover with you. The first thing to mention, which you might have already gathered, is that this week I have combined the two podcasts, the parents and the pupils, together as a trial to see whether you guys prefer it in this format. So I will run a poll on Instagram at the end of the week to get some feedback from you all. So I really hope you enjoy and let me know if you'd rather revert back to the previous feedback. I don't know if you remember, but I have polled this before on Instagram and it came back exactly 50-50. So I carried on last week, but I've tried combining it this week and we'll see how it goes. The second thing to cover is Star of the Week, which was mentioned in last week's podcast and on social media this week. So... Just to give you a little bit of background info, I can see on my podcasting app how many people have listened to the pods and it's amazing to see the amount for last week was mounting to over 150 listens. So this is obviously brilliant news for the children who might be benefiting from the lessons because that's exactly what these pods are designed for. However, you must all be a very shy old bunch because I haven't actually received any work or comments yet um, via social media and hence I'm sadly unable to do an announcement for Star of the Week this week. So I guess this is a bit of a plea really and a call out for you all to share some feedback with me after you've completed this week's listen so that I can really get going with Star of the Week, get it up and running and celebrate your brilliance really because that's the point of it. It's not it's not um, a high pressure thing, it's more of a celebration so it would be great to start that and um, and see some of the things that you're doing. So um, anyway, now you know about that, we can head to the talking point. This talking point was given by a wonderful listener and was posted on the Catch Up Hub's social media. So hence I'm going to use it this week. I want to get you guys involved in as much as I can because this is this podcast is designed for you. So I want to include you in it. Now hopefully you remember the sentence starters that I introduced last week to build on or to challenge, to frame your talk and to frame um, the discussion around this debate. So it'd be really beneficial for you to draw on that skill again and use these sentence starters this week too. And of course, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, I would head over to last week's podcast to just update yourself. This week's talking point is, would you prefer watsits for fingers or quavers for toes and why? I'm very intrigued as to what the outcome will be and please, like this listener, feel free to share any funny or thought-provoking talking points that you'd like to hear in the upcoming weeks of the podcast. Fabulous. So now on to today's lesson. Today we're going to be thinking about reading and more specifically how to read. Now you're probably sat there thinking what is she talking about? I can read and I can read very well thank you Um, but that's not exactly what I mean. So I'm going to be asking you not to think about the skills of sort of blending 
segmenting, recognising words. Nothing like that today. But instead, we'll focus on something called prosody and intonation. And they sound like fancy words, tier three, if you will. But this simply means um, the emphasis that you put on different words and how the emphasis really affects the meaning of the word. Just to break that down a little bit more, here's a really simple example just to kick us off. So what I'd like you to do is focus on the word really within this sentence. And I think we can all agree what really means. However, if you listen to the emphasis I'm putting on the word, it completely changes the meaning of the sentence. So here we go. You're really good at drawing. Versus, you're really good at drawing. So that's probably an example in its simplest form. As you can hear, my intonation, that means the emphasis I'm putting on both sentences, was very different. So the first example sounds really insincere and actually a little bit nasty, sarcastic perhaps, but the second one sounds enthusiastic and genuine, the kind of comment you would want. So the sentence, as in the words, is exactly the same, and the only difference is in my emphasis. So I really hope that's making sense to you so far. Now, the book we're using today is Farm Boy by Michael Mulpergo, which is actually the sequel to War Horse. So I'm just going to read the first couple of pages using little to no intonation. So you can basically just um, listen out for the dullness, really. OK, so um, I'll read the blurb before we start. I love Grandpa's farm. When I was younger, I'd go down there whenever I could, but I didn't just go for the farm. I went for Grandpa and his stories too. But Grandpa had a secret, a secret so shameful, he kept it to himself all these years. And now we turn to page one. So remember you're listening for the dullness because I am purposefully using no intonation. There's an old green Fordston tractor in the back of Grandpa's barn, always covered in corn sacks. When I was very little, I used to go in there, pull off the corn sacks, climb up and drive it all over the farm. I'd be gone all morning sometimes, but they always knew where to find me. OK, I'm going to stop there. There's no way, I think you'd agree, that we could tolerate, probably... <laughs> two whole pages read like that so with the intonation cut out you can hear it's a dull and meaningless text which you're probably not going to want to hear any more of which is definitely not what the author is intending okay great so when I read through a second time I'd like you to listen out for how intonation, so the emphasis on the words, is hugely impacting the meaning of the story and also alongside that is enhancing your enjoyment. And remember that the emphasis on words and how that affects the meaning is what prosody is, which I mentioned at the beginning. So here we go again with some intonation this time. So there's a little illustration at the top of like a farm cottage with some barns and fields and gates and all the usual things you can imagine on like a really quaint country farm. There's an old green Fordston tractor in the back of Grandpa's barn. 
always covered in corn sacks. When I was very little, I used to go in there, pull off the corn sacks, climb up and drive it all over the farm. I'd be gone all morning sometimes, but they always knew where to find me. I'd be ploughing or tilling or mowing, anything I wanted. It didn't matter to me that the engine didn't work. That one of the iron wheels was missing, that I couldn't even move the steering wheel. None of that mattered. Up there on my tractor, I was a farmer, just like my grandpa, and I could go all over the farm wherever I wanted. When I'd finished, I always had to put the corn sacks back and cover it up. Grandpa said I had to, so that it didn't get dusty. That old tractor, he said, was very important and very special. I knew that already, of course, but it wasn't until many years later that I discovered just how important it was. You see, I come from a family of farmers going back generations and generations, but I wouldn't have known much about it if Grandpa hadn't told me. My own mother and father never seemed that interested in my family roots, or maybe they just preferred not to talk about them. My mother grew up on the farm. She was the youngest of four sisters, and none of them had stayed on the farm any longer than they'd had to. School took her away to college. Okay, and that is where I stop reading. Hopefully by this point, the idea and the concept of intonation is really making sense to you now. And as your resource, I have put on Instagram and Facebook the next two pages of this story. What I'd like you to do as the activity today is have a go at doing what I just did, where you read the pages first with no emphasis and second with real effort on certain words. And this will help you to become a really interesting reader, someone that people will want to listen to. And not only is this just a wonderful skill to have in life, really, but it also helps your understanding of language and vocabulary so that you can perform better across your reading in school. And I'm not just talking about reading tests, I'm talking about reading across the board because we use reading through every subject and when we when we first start school and we're little we learn to read and once we have learnt how to read we read to learn so it's the understanding that's really vital here. Okay so parents the questions to ask your children this week are things like how did the different emphasis on really change the meaning of that sentence? Things like, what impact does emphasis of certain words have on the story? And finally, the really important one, I guess, why is it so important to read with intonation? Awesome. So before I go, just one more final plea. <laughs> please, please, please share your ideas or feedback or anything you want to share with me at all after you've listened so that we can start up our star of the week. I know you're listening. I can see the numbers. Um, I look every day. I check to see how many people have tuned in. So I know you're listening. The only next step is to just share, share, share away with me and also please keep sharing the podcast with anyone you know so that we can help as many pupils as possible. Great, see you next week.